everybody, welcome to Nintendo Power Black here on Barstrush Game. I'm your host, Dan Light today, excited at that retro code, Eddie V. Joining me is the Celestial Brush herself, Mrs. Celeste Roberts. Hey, I hope you guys had a wonderful tricky day. Yes, it is the insightful indie master himself, Mr. Dan Murphy. Hey, everybody. Happy to be back after Thanksgiving. Yes, and everybody. He has made his return, and I'm so happy to have him. He is the one, the only, and I just love this man with all my heart. My my best friend. Gotta give him a big yes! Boss man himself, Mr. Corey Deere. It's quite, quite an intro. It's like... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Diplomatic actor and pump it up. No, it's it's like that scene in uh, Billy Madison, the the showdown at the end where he's like reading and, and like he gives like the puppy who lost his way and everybody's listening and the announcer guys like tells it tells him really how bad it was and he's like simple wrong would have been fine. <laughs> I saw that for the first time a week or so ago. Oh, nice. I can't believe it. I can't believe you've made it this far in life without seeing that movie. Well, we'll have a we'll have a talk about movies I have not seen, and it'll last longer than this podcast. I mean, fair. If we were both uh, on there, sorry. that episode would <laughs> Come never on, end. Oh, um, well, yeah, basically. And I don't. I'm not a fan of Star Wars. I'm sorry. Welcome to recap, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a Star Wars movie except the one with Jar Jar Binks. Oh yeah, like oh. I've I've seen like one movie and I fell asleep during it in the theater. I'm so I have nothing against it. It's just not my thing. And you can like it. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, no one's judging you here. Well, I'm I have just waiting for don't, someone to don't let, me. Don't let Josh Finney hear you, but uh, I'm not I'm not judging you. <laughs> oh. I am enjoying the Mandalorian though on Disney Plus. I will have to say, I'm not a big Star Wars fan either, but. I'm enjoying that show immensely. My kid likes it too. She thinks Baby Yoda is cute. She always points at Baby Yoda. Oh, she cute. always she always points at Baby Yoda. She's like, oh, baby cute. I'm like, yeah. Aww. Baby cute. Except spoilers, I guess, for the latest episode. You find out the thing's real name, and it's like, oh, you kind of ruined it, guys. Ruined it. Is it? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember right, what it is. It's very unmemorable. So. <laughs> well, right, we're going to jump into some quick housekeeping. This is episode 223 of the Pop Block Podcast. Each and every week, we come together to talk about games and everything we love about them with our friends. You can join us live on Mondays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash live and be a part of our conversation. But if you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash games and brushwitchgames.com to watch the show or listen on your podcast service of choice. Remember to subscribe, follow, rate, and review wherever you consume us. It helps us out with discoverability. And check out our family of shows wherever you listen to your podcast. So, everybody, it's that time again. We have been off for a week. A lot has happened, and but a lot of eating has also happened. So, of course, everybody, it is time for a snack, Tendo. And, boss, since you've been away for a while, uh, what has been on your snack, Tendo? He hasn't eaten since the last episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somehow I've gained weight. Uh... I mean, nothing, like, interesting, really. I mean, 
Thanksgiving happened, I guess. So there's there's that. We just went over to my mom's for breakfast and had a bunch of breakfast food. It was it was very good, very good. Breakfast quiche, some buttermilk waffles, ooh, ooh. Some, some sausage, some hash browns. I also ate a banana. You know, you had to balance out all that garbage <laughs> with something. Get some <laughs> yeah, I love, I love bananas. I'll probably eat. I could eat half of a banana stack or um, oh, I'm like the Yiga clan. Like I'll see a banana and be like, ooh, 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 and just got to eat bananas. Oh. I love them. You would. You would. I know. I, I, I enjoy bananas too. Banana. I eat like two or three bananas a day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cause I like, I really don't really eat lunch at work. Like I'll eat breakfast before I go to work and then I'll go to work mm-hmm. and like, I'll take a break, but I, I haven't really eaten lunch at work lately. It's just like, I don't know. I go to lunch at 11 and I'm just like, I'm not hungry at 11 o'clock and I leave at 3.30 so it's like why, you know, and then I'll just come home and eat dinner and whatever but yeah, I'll eat like two or three bananas during the day at work. It's it's a good it's a good mobile food. It's, it's got a built-in handle, you know. It's got yeah. a case. I, you know, it's just a, it's good <laughs> mobile food. I'd worry about my coworkers if I didn't eat lunch. <laughs> Yeah, well, hangry. I only... Oh, I'm one of those. I'm so bad. Or I just have like a meltdown where I can't speak. <laughs> I mean, I only, I only work with one other person, so it's fine. She can handle it. It's fine. Okay, you guys got it. Okay, if you like oatmeal, mash a banana in your oatmeal and add some chocolate chips. All right. Mm. Oh, speaking Ooh. of chocolate, my my uh, nephew's school is closed. Uh, is closing because of COVID crap again. Uh, so. They have like they get all these like free lunches and stuff, but they had like an like a overstock of chocolate milk, and there's like thirty cartons of chocolate milk sitting in my fridge right now. I'm so excited! So you got the good? <laughs> yeah, I did. Is this is it the small? Uh, yeah, it's like the little one? pint size class, uh, whatever the ones with the paper that doesn't open. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. So when y'all went to school, your milk was in the cartons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ours, yeah. Ours was in a bag. What? No. What? What kind of yeah. 1930s icebox school were you going to? <laughs> I don't Did you have to know. practice duck and cover too? Jeez. <laughs> I'm a bag yeah, of we milk. had little bags of milk. Yeah, ours. We had two sizes, so we had like uh, a um, they're kind of almost like a rectangular shape, and then the chocolate milk ones was like a short ones, like in a square in a sense, but they both were carded where you would just open the middle part and then pull it out to drink it. Um, that's what we had. Mm. Yum. Oh, do you guys like <laughs> strawberry milk? I, I, I drink it at work for quick, like the quick ones. Um, that's really good. It's it's um, not my first choice. I used to love it when I was a kid, but then I had it sour and I've never oh. been able to take a sip of it again. Mm. We oh. we got some um, yummy strawberry by Fair uh, Fair Life. Um, oh yeah, the little uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah. One of my uh, workers said that he loves it. So I'm when I get to work tomorrow, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna drink it. I've been drinking a lot of Monster, and I'm just like, no, nah, I gotta stop this. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that's what's been in your snack, Tendo. Well, Ed, I thought of you because. <laughs> Yes. We found a, a new to us Kit Kat flavor. Hold on. Is it mocha and chocolate? Yes! 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 Okay. 
that's it. Because that's what the, that was on my Snack Tendo today, too. Uh, I just seen it. I just seen it yesterday. Uh, I just had it yesterday, too. Yeah, because I was just like, what is this? Because it's the Kit Kat duo. Is one of there it was. And I love it. Oh, my goodness. If y'all like coffee yes. and chocolate, and if you have a soul, you will <laughs> like it. Oh, I I see. I was passing by because we got it on sale for like 79 cent at our store. So I had to buy two of them. Um, and I let one of my workers have another one so she could try it with me. And we both like it. It's a hit. Oh, so good. Uh, but that's um, then. um, uh, Let's see. I don't know. What else did I eat? Molasses cookies. I did make some oh, molasses yeah. cookies. They're Those look phenomenal. They kind of taste like gingerbread snaps, but softer. I had them had them a few a week or two ago, and then we made our own little Thanksgiving spread. And I think I mentioned this somewhere. We um, seasoned or glazed our ham with a Coke mixture. You take Coke, molasses, brown sugar. Oh God, pine, pineapple like crushed pineapple. And you mix it all together and on the stove, and you let it thicken, and then you pour it over the ham and bake it. Uh, I know you mentioned it, but uh, I was wondering how it tastes and everything. And, oh, it's good. Come on over when we don't have a virus running around, and we okay. <laughs> I will fix some for you. Yes. Uh, so, uh, Laurent, if you are seeing this, uh, Please uh, try out the mocha and chocolate Kit Kat. Please do. Hmm. Yes. Uh, Dan, uh, what has been on your snack tin, though? I was excited for this one because I had uh, enchiladas with Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Ariel made some homemade um, New Mexico enchiladas, which are uh, slightly different than enchiladas that you know you think of so it's like you you kind of fry all the tortillas it's almost like a lasagna and they use green chilies from new mexico you can only get them there um and tons of cheese it was my favorite part of thanksgiving <laughs> ah yes yes i was i was waiting for the pictures <laughs> oh, like... i'll send it to you right now ed <laughs> yes yes because uh, I know you mentioned, like I said, I know you mentioned it, and I was, and I was just like, "This was having enchiladas." Uh, and I was, I was just like, oh, I, "I know he's just in heaven right now. Like oh, he can't so even good. like." He was just like, "I can't even be online. I got football. I got my food. I'm good to go." Damn, uh, I'm so jealous. I think I'm gonna date your girlfriend. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know either. I just want her to make these enchiladas for me, and then I'll give her back to you. Sounds good. <laughs> I mean, you, technically, you don't really have to date to get enchiladas from somebody. You could just be their friend and be like, hey, friend. <laughs> hey, acquaintance. Yeah. Well, so that's already you know. I'm trying to marry her grandmama or kidnap her. So. <laughs> well, those are too extreme. Yeah, this is like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Here's one end of the spectrum. Here's the other. It's like, how do you yeah, get from they... here to? You know, I, I What's that, happened like, in the last month, Ed? I leave you in charge. I leave for a month. I'm back. I'm I'm concerned. 
He's what? plotting to kidnap my grandma, that's all. Yeah. He's been talking about that for six months. I'm it's been waiting. going on for a while. Right. Yeah, just waiting. Is, is, is and that cheesecake, Dan. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was good, too. <laughs> that was real good. <laughs> Made me angry because I was not eating it. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do after this. I'll have some of that cheesecake. Mm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I know Loranda's probably just like, damn, you son of a. Mm. <laughs> if it wasn't for this fitness. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I have had Snickers' new Fudge Brownies um, okay. Snicker Bar. It just came out also with the um, Kit Kat Duo. They just released it. Um, pretty good. It's not that bad. They got, it's in, um, they got it in the small square ones, like the creamy kind. They have that, so it's not an actual full bar of it. Um, but it's really good. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, like I said, I have some monsters. I didn't have my Hawaiian bread and forgot the sweet potatoes and yams for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything else I ate and I caught the itis and I was I blacked out. I, <laughs> I, and literally I was because I had been playing Spider Man. I had played Four Gone. I was playing a whole bunch of stuff and. Um, I would I I ate that food had like four cups of eggnog and disappeared into <laughs> darkness. Uh, so four cups um, of eggnog. Wow. Oh man, yeah. I uh, uh it's, I think it's Southern Hospitality or something like that. So, Southern Comfort. Oh, um, Southern Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never had their eggnog and it was smooth. I I think I prefer theirs now <laughs> over Dean's, um, eggnog. Um, and no, I didn't have no liquor with it. I just had the regular eggnog, man. And that it was so smooth and so good. I was just like, I need to buy some of this. Uh, just keep it in the fridge. Um, but everybody, that has been our snack tendo. Um, yes, oh, I do. Uh, have, I do have one more thing for that. Oh, sorry, go ahead, I didn't. Sorry, I know we need to move on. No, I'm sorry. No. I had a for dinner on Thanksgiving. We had a authentic Italian stromboli. <gasps> you told me that. Nice. Yeah, but my mom didn't make it. We they bought it for us from somewhere. My parents bought oh. it. F- there's a place by my parents' house called Carlos, and mm-hmm. uh, they they bought it, put it in the freezer, and they just gave it to us. And they're like, "Here's your dinner." I'm like, "Nice." It was a little small though, I have to say. But also, I'm a large person and probably eat the whole thing. But. <laughs> And twelve bites. Or yeah, that. you know, look, man, look, everything. I I need a bigger portion. Okay, I just need a bigger that, portion. That I'm true. a large that human being. That, I can't true. help it. You are a manly man. No, I wouldn't go that far. I'm, I'm a tired man. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, I told Jack, our good friend Jack Burrow, um, that's I did try the Pepperidge Farms uh, gingerbread. Love them, love them. Um, and the peppermint, um, they had some peppermint uh, cookies. Um, the Milos, I think that's that's what it is. Uh, that one was really good, but the gingerbread ones, I might probably I'm probably gonna buy some more tomorrow at work um, and drink it with some milk. It oh, it was so good. <laughs> My stomach is gonna be upset, but I don't care. Them gingerbread ones were just like perfect. Like they had a great snap to it. Um, s- sweetness was like just balanced. I'm like oh, 
sell these year round. Don't make this just for Christmas. Uh, I love some good gingerbread, and I'm and hopefully Leron. Uh, I know I keep calling on him. Uh, hopefully he sends me the Love House cookies, and I can't wait. I'm so excited. He's not. He's just gonna eat them all himself tomorrow on <laughs> on on Crossroads because <laughs> he, he always he always brags about how he works out, and then every time we get on Crossroads, he's got this giant bag of snacks that he's crunching on before the show I, starts. <laughs> I I tell him that's. That's a boss for a staple. You're supposed to have snacks. And then he pop. then he turns around and complains that he's not losing any weight. I'm like, well, I'm just I'm just putting the pieces together here, Leron. Leron is getting buff. You got he's snacks. It, well, he balances it out. He works out so much. I think yes. he can. I think he can eat <clears throat> a few calories here and there. But Ed, you could make some gingerbread cookies any time of the year if you wanted to. Or those molasses cookies. Yeah, there's yes. There. Speaking yeah. of speaking yeah. of cookies, my my mom and her friend are doing their annual cookie bake next weekend and they are baking hundreds of cookies. For and me. how many are you going to be sending me? None hundreds. of them. They're all going in my belly. No, you're supposed to send me a bag. Hmm. We'll see. Probably I'll be Wait. No, you had to send me a bag. We got got them iced cookies, we got those fudge covered Oreos. That's all I eat. Yeah, There's like the a thousand first. other types of cookies, but let's be honest, I'm extremely picky, and those are the only two that I like to eat. So, please, Wash. Nope. One of my friends said he wants to listen to the podcast live while we drive. <laughs> while he drives, <laughs> not while we drive. While he drives, <laughs> I'm not driving anywhere right now. Right. Uh, so, we're ready. We're going to jump into our game pack events, and then take right. it away. Um, I got just a really quick one that I thought was pretty funny. Um, so Steve Wozniak, he's the co-founder of Apple. Uh, um, he was banned from Nintendo Power magazine. He, uh, <laughs> they had a section of it called High Score for um, their games. Mm-hmm. And he was always the high score in Tetris. And they stopped printing his name because they didn't want to print his name over and over every month. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, he obliged, he ended up getting banned from the high score and he submitted his name backwards and then they banned him again. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. I remember hearing that story a while ago, uh, but that's hilarious. <laughs> the, it's just, <laughs> just so funny. Too to good. Me. <laughs> too good. Are you guys good at that game? Oh. I love yeah. Tetris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Tetris, I I love Tetris. Tetris is my probably my favorite video game of all time. I will play Tetris on whatever you put it on. I would play it on our toaster if it was there. Uh, although I've been playing Tetris Effect on on Xbox. Yeah, I don't know if I like it. It's too wow. like I can't see any of the pieces. There's too much going on, and the pieces are like clear with just like a little outline around the it's just like i i don't know i need to i need to see the pieces guys it's it's hard to concentrate plus like the xbox d-pad is i don't i don't know if i like it it's not really a d-pad it's like a circle with a bunch of like i don't know it's it's bad anyways sorry is it like the like almost like the elite xbox yeah yeah i don't know if i like the d-pad like at all do you play tetris 99 I used to a lot, and then I got. I came in second place thirty-seven times, and never came in first, and I quit. 
I'm because... still never coming first, but I play it all the time. I know. I, I've <laughs> I've resorted back to uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris and just ah. the Tetris portion. Boss, oh, uh, I, I the hope one's I could... coming out soon. I know. Wow. I know. Do I really uh, need to spend for another forty dollars on Tetris, <laughs> which is literally the yes. same game I've been playing? The answer for is always like... yes. I spend like twenty dollars in Picross a month. That's fair. <laughs> Did you get the new one? It came out. I. You know what? I haven't. Uh, just, S5 just came out, right? It'll be yeah. on sale in yeah. like three weeks. Just, just hold out. You have one through <laughs> what thirty-five that are on sale now. So I mean, and I have like two versions on my phone. It's. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my friend and coworker who is in the chat. Hey, Dusty. Hello, friend and coworker. Hello. Oh, uh, Ross. I hope to go see you next year. Hopefully, pandemic is done, uh, uh, and we will battle it out in Tetris. I'm ready to take you down. Oh, there's there's LeBron. He missed he missed my uh, snack trash talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, LeBron. Welcome to the show. Show everybody. Well, uh, that's cool. That it's so funny that you mentioned Apple because with that happening, and then Nintendo putting a Super Mario Run on the Apple product, like mm-hmm. that's so weird. Um, with that, but everybody, we're going to get into uh Femi news yes and boy what the heck happened last <laughs> week i mean what wow. happened today let's be honest oh, oh. yeah we, we're going to get into what happens today because i have questions i'm not um, i'm not gonna lie i haven't looked at any nintendo news in like probably six weeks <laughs> Oh wow! I, have I can't been... keep up with our chat either. I, feel I know. So bad. I know. Every time I check the chat, there's like 47 new messages. I'm like, well, I'm gonna read the last five and try to guess what they're talking about, and then, <laughs> and then if Most I can't, it's age of calamity. Yeah, and then yeah. if I can't, I'm just, if I can't figure it out, I'm like, well, <laughs> guess I'm not responding right now. I'll wait till oh. another 47 messages come through. Well, um, it seems that a certain Smash Bros. attorney is malayed with the cease and desist from Nintendo. Um, and uh, a major Super Smash Bros. tournament is canceling plans to move online amid the coronavirus pandemic. Following a legal order by Nintendo, um, the Big House, typically one of the year's biggest Smash competitions, announced that it is shutting down this early December event and offering refunds. The Big House is heartbroken to share we received a cease and desist from Nintendo, the organizers wrote on Twitter. We are forced to comply with the order and cancel the Big House online. Nintendo objected to the organizers using Slippy, a software tool that makes Super Smash Bros. Melee playable online. The 2001 GameCube title is a mainstay in competitive uh, Super Smash Bros. and translating its hyper-fast-paced gameplay from as in-person tournament requires unofficial modding. And they have... Put it up there with their Twitter, what they said. And I'm not going to read. You guys can check it out. Some people already know the story about it. But um, we have seen Nintendo do this before. Even when there's fan makes of games and uh, Pokemon, Uranium, and stuff like that, Nintendo will put out a cease and desist order, which is their right. But Nintendo's getting a whole bunch of hate from the Smash community and other gamers. And so I want to ask you guys, when you heard this story, what did you think about it? And do you think Nintendo was in the right or should they just had not paid attention and let this happen? I mean, Your intellectual I, property. Yeah, I mean, look, I I get that like Smash is a very popular game and 
they want Nintendo to support it. And, you know, the way that Capcom supports their fighting games and, you know, the way that like Evo happens and a bunch of companies support their games to be there and Nintendo doesn't really support Evo or fighting games in general because like in their mind, Smash Brothers is a game for kids and they want kids to enjoy it. And out of all the fighting games, I feel like Smash actually has like the most toxic environment, especially Melee. Uh, and all that stuff that happened, what, like six months ago, a year ago with like a bunch of, uh, melee players being like terrible people. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I just think Nintendo wants to protect their IP from the toxicity around this game because in, in all fairness, it is kind of like a kid's game. So, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they use illegal um, technology to make this happen. I'm just like, where Nintendo's just like, hey, we got Ultimate out here, and we have that online space that you guys can play it in. Whether it's good or not, depending on how your internet goes, I know people have problems with it. But Ultimate is supposed to be the current Smash games that people are supposed to be leading. First of all, they were charging folks for this tournament, and you know Nintendo don't like that. First of all, you're not going to try to make money off of their product. Um, but second of, uh, but really, it's just like like you said, Corey, protecting their IP. And I think Nintendo was in the right for this because if anything, anything can happen, and then players, or something, or something goes wrong, players are going to be blaming Nintendo, even though Nintendo didn't none of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know, CYA. it's all CYA. So I don't know what side of the fence I stand on with this one in particular actually um i know that nintendo had asked the big house to stop doing it um they kept doing it and then that's when the cease and desist came you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't like nintendo just ran up and slapped a cease and desist on him um you know and i know nintendo wants to wash their hands clean of the all the stuff that went on with smash players in that big community um and they don't i I mean i i that's why you don't really see nintendo as part of this (laughs) like esports gaming scene with with smash brothers Mm -hmm. um but the thing is the big house always did this tournament in person with melee and the mod slippy has rollback netcode which is what like even modern games like mortal kombat 11 is using even mario kart tour is using rollback where it's basically online is predicting the next move um and it just it 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 comes out for really smooth fighting online against somebody um now given that we're in a pandemic and people can't really go and play against each other in person i feel like this is the one time they could have just said you know what we'll close our eyes on it but that's just me so again i'm on both sides of the fence here i i think i think nintendo i don't i i wouldn't get mad at nintendo about this but at the same time it's like come on guys (laughs) let this one happen you know yeah oh go ahead uh oh i was just gonna say um, uh, we have uh, the chat is on fire (laughs) (laughs) Um, my friend and coworker and Ron are in there and Ron is making some good points to go along with what Dan is saying. And also what Ed and Corey are saying, it's the game is no longer in print and the console it belongs to is defunct says the Ron. And there are always cover charges at tournaments. I, I mean, 
I, I can see both sides to it. Uh, it well, it's well, a, I don't want to be their legal team. <laughs> well, this, this is my thing about, like I said, well, if you can't do Smash, do some other melee games or other fighting games that, you well, know, no Smash one Ultimate. really... <laughs> That's the thing. Just play Ultimate. <laughs> yeah, and the thing about it, I'm just like, okay, Sony PlayStation guys, PlayStation All Stars, go and learn that game and do it. Sony's not going to care about it. Go do Killer Instinct. Nobody's really playing that for a tournament or some of these indie games that do the Smash kind of style games. You like, you have other options to play other games to do well, this. Well, the thing is that like Nintendo isn't even really mad about the tournaments. Like if they just used Ultimate Online, that's fine. They get pissed off when people mod their. Uh, software right and, and that's that's what the issue is and if you if you literally go on google and put cease video games cease and desist you will see a whole bunch of other companies doing cease and desist um for various games and no nobody say anything about that yeah but a you lot know? of a lot of oh, like wait. a lot of modders kind of like a lot of modders end up getting like great jobs out of this right like ed i think you and i were having a discussion about the guy who made a another metroid 2 remake or whatever yeah that he they got uh, absorbed into moon store studios studios. and got to got to make ori and the will of the wisp which was like a really cool story uh and that came out of a cease and desist from nintendo you know like that was a cool project and and now he has a cool job working at moon so yeah. Sonic and, and, Sonic Mania yeah. was all uh, modders. That. That's exactly right, Dan. We had talked about yeah. that last week. Yeah, so they took a bunch of people who modded Sonic games themselves and actually put them together and had yeah, them create a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bethesda welcomes Bethesda welcome uh, modding uh, before they had their little confusion. But you know, like you could see stuff like modding on PC, like PC games. A lot of people or companies don't really say something say something about it they kind of encourage it um but if you know that nintendo don't play around with this don't touch their stuff <laughs> you know like do not mess do don't don't emulate their stuff don't try to do illegal copies and sales of their stuff like we got stories of them suing and winning for copyright infringement and and everything so th- if you know nintendo's gonna come after you or and don't play around don't play with their stuff <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is, we our boss rush Twitter group chat was on fire after this, and then we also started talking about how apparently, what is it? You can't stream certain Nintendo games. They'll or or have let's plays on YouTube. Is that uh, they what it is? they stopped that? Like yeah, a couple. They stopped that like a year after the Switch came out because that was yeah. that was a big deal during the Wii U. Was like, well, what Ed when we were doing. Power block for nerds gone rogue we had a lot of nintendo stuff that got flagged and we ended up having to take mm-hmm. down because youtube was going to take down our youtube channel uh because yeah. of this nintendo stuff and most of it was like smash and mario kart and like basically any nintendo first party game like we couldn't have certain things we couldn't monetize certain things on that channel and uh a lot of it ended up getting flagged and some of it even got blocked from uh, from viewers and so we ended up having to take a lot of it down uh so I mean that that ended when the switch came out and they kind of saw like oh maybe this is kind of like the future and it's kind of free advertising and stuff and some games if like if you have the music turned on in Nintendo games like they'll flag it for copyright stuff but like 
they won't make you take it down. You just can't monetize those videos or you have to run ads on the videos or, you know what I mean? Like you have to do certain yeah. things for Nintendo to do that. And like, then they, they had that big, like half step where they're like, Oh, well we'll have the Nintendo creators club where you have to sign up to be part of this club. And then you can put Nintendo stuff on your YouTube channel. But, uh, you know, after YouTube takes their cut, uh, Nintendo takes a cut and then you take the rest, which was like the opposite of what all the other companies were doing. And it's like, well, yes, technically Nintendo did do it the right way, but it looks bad when all the, every single other company is doing it a different way. And then they, when the switch came out, they were just like, all right, screw it. We'll just do it this way and figure something else out. So, right. Cause it's, um, and there was a Nintendo update, and we're going to talk about that before we get into the Chris part. Um, uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of um, Imp, Age of Calamity, were banning people who were playing it on Twitch uh, because it was too early for it to be out. It wasn't available for anyone else. Well, that's out. that's different, though, right? Like, I, well, I still think that's ridiculous. Just don't watch the dang stream if you don't want spoilers. I don't well, know was, what to. It, it it was it wasn't well yeah it was the I think the thing about it it was that I think people were playing the game was just out and it it didn't really have enough time so maybe Twitch and Nintendo had some kind of or it may have been Twitch or uh, or Nintendo told Twitch hey if anyone is streaming this game they can't play it for I think twenty four hours you know you gotta you gotta kind of wait till the game is actually released. Um, I mean, that's a lot of, that's a lot of Japanese companies though. Sega is like notorious for that too with, with persona and like any of the Mm -hmm. Atlas stuff. And, uh, even some of the Sonic stuff with, with soundtrack stuff, like they'll, they'll hit you with those flags. You know, it's, it's not like Nintendo is the biggest outlier because they are the biggest company that does this, but also like Sega does it. A lot of Japanese companies do it. And like, you're seeing stuff now with licensed music. Like that's the big conversation right now too. Is like how do we get these? How do we get to play games on Twitch without getting takedown notices? Right. Like that's that's such a huge thing. And that's that's with like Forza. That's a big thing with Cyberpunk. Is like it has a. If you're gonna stream the game, you have to check a box that says these are the songs and the the music and the licensed stuff in the game that we think will get you taken down. So if you check this box, we will take it out of the game while you stream it. Did CD Projekt Red do that? Or? Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, oh. CD Projekt Red did that for Cyberpunk. Okay, because I think that then that did that story come out today? I think no, it came out like two or three weeks ago. I, oh, because I know there was something about Cyberpunk was trying to find a fix around it or a way around it. Yeah, that was um, their fix. It was like, hey, was here's okay. here's all of our licensed music and sound and sound effects and soundtracks and stuff. If you don't want to get taken down off Twitch. You better check this box because this is the stuff that'll get you take down. Yeah, because I didn't get. I just seen the story like today, so I didn't get to read it. I'm just uh, reading the chat while we're talking about this. Celeste, oh. my blood pressure is going up. Well, it's oh, there's so many companies, and yes, it's a lot of indie companies because they would like their games promoted through streams. But Nintendo is still getting their money. They have made their dollars, and they are making it's free like. How much more money than these technically streamers. all this stuff is like illegal right but like it's the companies are looking at it as like it's literally free advertising right like it gets free advertising it's marketing that's marketing budget that you don't have to account for and it's like 
you get some of these bigger streamers, even some of these smaller streamers that want to do something, right? And like mm-hmm. you're playing these games and you have a an audience like okay, what if someone who's streaming the game has uh, you know, a hundred viewers in their chat and fifteen percent of those people decide to buy the game because they're watching this if they are on the fence. That's fifteen extra copies sold and you multiply that by like 10 20 30 people like that's that's 10,000 copies right there that you're like oh cool neat look at all these copies i sold you know i know that happened a lot with mario maker 2 a few streamers i knew were uh streaming that game and people were popping in and sharing their levels and people just ended up that like followed that streamer ended up just going and buying a mm-hmm. mario maker 2 so they could pop in and share their mm-hmm. levels on it yeah and and, and and like you mentioned, Corey, like uh, with Nintendo, like um, this is more Japan than America. Japan has the final say in everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, if America America would be cool with it if Japan says says yes, but would Japan say no? Yeah, I mean Nintendo Nintendo is is a different beast when it comes to how they're like the Japanese. Like Sony clearly has a Western division that makes a lot of the calls that are different than the the Japanese side, right? Whereas mm-hmm. Nintendo kind of acts as one company. And yeah, Doug Bowser run, runs Nintendo of America, but he has to get all of his decisions approved from, you know, Furukawa and, and Miyamoto and Anuma and like whoever else is over there running the ship, you know? So yeah, and, and Japan, and, I loved it. I loved living there, but it, it it's a little there. And every culture has its, it's thing, right? They're, they are a little set in their ways, are very traditional with business practices. So I'm eager to see what new generations might do. Mm-hmm. And and then if if let's say your Switch Pro idea does happen and Nintendo <laughs> gets into Twitch or YouTube streaming, I would prefer them to do YouTube streaming, not Twitch. Um, and they or they make create their own Switch system. I mean, streaming system where you could actually switch uh, stream it and people could watch it. Um, that would be interesting to see what happens if they're switch. If that happens in Switch Pro, I still don't think it's May, but uh, oh, it, it's <laughs> happening in the spring. It is. <laughs> He's calling it now. It is. Oh, I yeah. think it's going to happen in April or May. I think it's happening in March. I think it's so. happening right before E3, and then they're going to show a bunch of games that are going to take advantage of it at E3. It's my prediction. I, I told Ed today, if it doesn't happen in the first half, I'll eat my shoe. <laughs> he also thinks what did you, when do you think breath of the wild 2 is coming out i said may oh god the wild 2 is coming out in may oh yeah <laughs> if it comes um, out in may no. i will mail you some homemade prawlings okay i uh, we have this live on recording i'm gonna hold you to it i mean i could mail them to you anyway just to be nice <laughs> I, I like i like the uh wager it's better yeah <laughs> Well, everybody, we're going to move on because Soccer Frontier Remaster is coming to Switch in Summer 21. The RPG train continues to roll, wrap into a fight, make choices, and gain more experience. And also joining that, because I don't know what Square Enix is doing, but good googly moogly, they are bringing it for 2021. The World Ends With You 2 is also coming to Switch. And yes, Soccer Frontier is also coming to PS4. And I think I think Air World Ends With You is coming to PS4. Not so sure. Um, but Square is gaining some traction. Um, and definitely with, of course, with PS5, with Final Fantasy 16 that we'll be looking forward to. Bradley, man, Bradley Default 2. Soccer Frontier Remaster. 
Um, the world ends with you. Shimigami Tensei. Breath of the Wild 2 of that actually drops. Like, what else can they bring? You know, Room Factory 5 is coming out. Like, um, I know uh, uh, Octopath Traveler 2 is in production as well. Yes. Um, Shin Mag- not Shin Megami. Um, um, Nocturno and- is coming out. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 is coming out in, uh, for Switch as well. Yeah, like, they, like, RPG it's going to be bunkers but it's going to literally be on point um and maybe just Can't maybe wait. we'll get skyward sword twilight princess and windbreaker please come on nintendo give me skyward sword and please give me twilight princess and please please please, please. i will pay 60 dollars without no problem if uh <laughs> when windbreaker comes like i told Do you think Corey they come in a bundle do you think they come in a bundle or you think they sell them separate I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, are those games bigger than the Mario 3D games that yes. just came out? Um, yeah, I would say so. Here's here's. Uh, I bet they I bet they sell Wind Waker and Twilight Princess together, and they sell Skyward Sword separately. I bet they have three. Why? I bet they have three Zelda things. I bet they have an Ocarina, Majora's Mask collection. I bet they have a Wind Waker Twilight Princess collection, and they have a Skyward Sword separate. If I want they... them to do like a DS collection because I've never played any of these handheld ones like Oracles or um, Four uh, Swords. Yeah, no, like uh, I, I, yeah. You, you name anything on a handheld system aside from Link's Awakening. Can I get the remix of the Capcom ones? Can I get like of Oracles and uh, what was the other ones? Last? Ages, Ages, Seasons. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and just do them in the Link's Awakening. Um, Art style and just give give me link between worlds and uh link to the past together. Like I'll repay sixty dollars. Like let's well, Link's Awakening art style is only gonna be in that game because I don't know if you've guys beaten it, but the ending. Yeah, but Capcom used the same uh graphics when they did Oracle in Ages <sighs> at the Link's Link's Awakening from Game Boy. So yeah. they could Used the uh, use the same thing, um, or or actually put them in a minish cap uh, art style. I I would no, take I that. want I want Link's Awakening. I like the Link's Awakening art style a lot. Oh Although, well, you know that the hand drawn Link for that is <gasps> very similar to the Oracle Link. I'll take that. I'll take that. If, if you remember, mm-hmm. had his little sideburns. Although there was I, that rumor floating around earlier this year that a link between worlds was going to get a switch port, I will pay money for that. That's yep. a good game. That's a good game. Yes. And so everybody, also be ready next year. We are doing our history of Zelda three parter to oh, celebrate geez. the thirty fifth anniversary. <laughs> get ready for that thirty five hour episode featuring Edward oh, Varnell and a really bunch think- of starving sad people <laughs> you really think it could be just three parts oh man i, I feel like it I well like it because the thing about it is, is that the first part would be like the side games the second part would be the handhelds and then the third one would be the main the main games and we'll keep them under an hour and a half um and just run through something because it's mostly just seeing what that game was at that time and what our connection, our history with it, and um, what we loved about it, what we disliked about it, 
and and go from there because we're not we're the CDI games. Probably none of us play. I can't touch any of that. Um, Where are those? Uh, you know, at? I'll take those. <laughs> Ooh, you, you know what? Someone actually did remake CD the CDI. Uh, I know. I saw Zelda. that. <laughs> Feel bad for that person's heart. No, just, um, I love the animations. <laughs> Link's like rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and the king is holding this goblet. Oh man! What a magical time for Zelda, man! Yeah. Surprised they didn't win Games of the Year. I know. Jeez, Wand of Gamelon, bring that back. I know. And which one is you can play Zelda in one of them? Is that the I one? I think it's Wand of Gamelon. This <laughs> is the Zelda yeah, one. Yeah, the second one. Well, everyone, you can play a Zelda mm. in that one. <laughs> Or you could just play her as Sheik in Ultimate and just enjoy that. Or no, you could also play her in um, Hyrule Warriors if you got a Switch. Hmm. The first Hyrule Warriors. Hmm. Um, hmm. I love her. I love Sheik still. Hmm. Um, so we're going to move on to uh, close to our last final story because we're going to talk a little bit about um, certain announcement and uh nintendo's uh 11.0 update so if you guys have your switch go ahead and do the update now i'm going to break it down uh, when we get to that um but yes um what's cool was that sakurai uh masahiro sakurai shares his thoughts about the playstation 5 um and i hope leron and the team at uh crossroads covered this also because i would love to hear their thoughts they wrote leron hates us that's fine (laughs) Uh, he actually has a bi-weekly Famitsu column uh, and it ended up got translated for it uh, he, apparently he thinks every part of it feels nice to touch because it's so smooth and highly recommends the pre-installed game after a playroom noting how it acts like a PlayStation archive he also happy He's also happy about how he could play his existing PS4 library on Sony's new system and ended up upgrading his copy of Watch Dogs and Legions stating how the graphical Graphics looks better. Uh, Sakurai is not quite as impressed with the size of the system's internal storage, though, compared to the PS4, and mentioned how he hopes stock storages will be resolved soon so more people can experience the system. Um, and so, and if anyone has watched um, Sakurai stream uh, Smash, you will see all the consoles that he has. So he does play Xbox. He does play Sony. Um, he loves the, his fighting games and other games for that and everything. So to see him, to hear him, you know, be positive about PlayStation Five is very, very good. Um, and I like, and I like that Nintendo allows their employees to be like, yeah, yeah, you can play other games and other consoles and stuff you know that's how we kind of got breath of the wild and everything and some other games some other games so um to hear this from sakurai is very very good very positive um and i just think that's cool that he uh you know he, sakurai playing watchdog legis like an open world game <laughs> that's so weird uh and probably because like there's not a fighting game that's out um that's brand new or anything but i, I think that's very awesome um what are your guys thoughts well if we put out a uh, new smash character we would have a I fighting like game he, to play i just like that he describes that he likes how it feels smooth that's just so <laughs> random <laughs> do you remember um the i think it was the min min uh announcement where i think that was the first one where he did from his home and he had that awesome setup in his living room i was yeah. like that, that guy's a gamer like he absolutely loves playing games so that's not surprising to me at all yeah yeah 
so uh, we're going to get close to the end of this portion. But Doom Eternal surprisingly has been announced for Nintendo Switch to be released on December 8th. Um, and just so that, remind everybody, it would not have a physical copy. It would actually have... Uh, just be digital um, Nintendo Life also did a cover story or like a feature story uh, with the, some of the developers at Panic Button about this game and I sent uh, Corey a question um, and I kind of put this in the chat also that um, do you guys think that for the other systems Doom Eternal wasn't ready until December and they ended up getting that game ready because it feels like after the game came out, that's when they jumped back into working on the Nintendo version. Well, I feel in like I feel like it was supposed to it was supposed to come out in what November of last year, and then they pushed it to March. Um, yeah, I feel like I was reading I was reading a little bit of the interview, and the Tech Seven engine is built for the Series X and PlayStation Five and next gen graphics cards, and you know it's like. Yeah, okay, Doom runs great on the the one and the PS4 and the and the whatever I don't know. LeRon help me out in the chat. I don't I don't know what you PC nerds are playing on, but it's like getting that game to the first game to run on Switch was something of a miracle, right? And then Wolfenstein 2 and Youngblood were two other games that nobody could believe were even running on Switch, let alone playing well. And uh, I think Doom had that big standalone thing come out. I feel like that was their priority. And then after they were done with that, they started funneling everything into this Switch port. And I think that's why it's coming out so late is because they know a majority of their sales, right, are coming on the the other consoles and PC, right? They want those high frame rates. They want those amazing graphics. They want all the guts and blood and textures and whatever else you want right and the switch version is going to be the the game where people just want to play it on the go right like they've probably played a lot of these people are probably going to double dip uh you know i don't know a lot of people who are just going to buy this on switch and this is going to be their main version right uh if you have xbox if you have game pass it's on game pass right if you mm-hmm. have a pc it's been on sale a thousand times since it came out right it's just like I feel like the Switch version is, is it's more of like a showpiece of what Panic Button can do by porting games down to the console than like yeah. oh we're gonna sell like three million copies of this right I think I think Doom Eternal will do well on Switch I don't think it's gonna do gangbusters you know I think I bet it sells less than the first game did. It's a weird time too because all the other platforms are selling it at like a super discount price. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it when Animal Crossing, like I said, trampled it, and then even though it's, it, I'm happy that they got a release date, Cyberpunk is going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, and people who haven't brought it, so it's just like it's bad luck that this game is being released. Um, but I know a lot of people who are playing it on Game Pass already mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Some people. When they did play when it come out, they just feel like, oh, it's good, but it's just more Doom. Um, I mean, and I know... Oh, go ahead, Corey. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, like, I feel like the people who played Doom Eternal already played Doom Eternal. You know, it's it's the Wii U mm-hmm. third-party problem again. I, I feel like as much as I, I'm glad people are supporting the Switch with third-party games, like, 
it's it's late you know it's 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 too late you know ubisoft at least is releasing uh immortals at the same time as the other consoles which i actually think i'll probably get it on switch because it's so much like breath of the wild that i'll just be able to play it and sit on my couch and play it or whatever uh but like i feel like some of these other companies it's too late you know unless it's like a 360 or ps3 or early you know xbox one ps4 generation game that they're porting Mm -hmm. down because oh we can put this game on switch and maybe squeeze a couple more dollars out of doom eternal is a new game like people who wanted that game already bought it i feel like that it's gonna suffer because of that you know like who who is who is waiting for the the switch version of doom eternal i think people who when they i think when but that's that had that conference that said that it was coming for all platforms. I think people were prepared to get this game um, physically, um, just like they did when Doom, the 2016 Doom came out for Switch. Yeah, but um, even I, Doom, even Doom, when it came out for Switch and Wolfenstein when it came out for Switch, you still had to download like half of the game. Like you could yeah. not play that game without connecting to the internet because to you had to internet. download the rest of the game. Yeah, but I, I think it was just like people were willing to support it. I think I think that was the fact that they was willing to show that, hey, we can't wait to play this game and show our support from a Nintendo side. Mm-hmm. And I think with the delays, um, it looked like from that E3 trailer, we got a good idea what what they're going for. But it still felt like the the game wasn't. I mean, wrecked. don't get me wrong, because of their new, it might have been the new engine. They they showed gameplay of it in the in in the uh nintendo life article it looks great like it looks this it says running on switch like i think it looks great right like i think it looks awesome on switch but like i don't know i i just feel like with pikmin and zelda and you know immortals getting great reviews like i feel like doom is gonna get it doom's getting left behind for multiple reasons and people are gonna wait for either a discount or Mm -hmm. They're just gonna wait on this if they haven't played it already. You know, I, well, I, they, I feel bad. I wouldn't do a physical one because they are gonna constantly discount it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, for all the reasons you guys said, like, you know, most people own a Switch as a secondary system, so if they wanted Doom, they were getting it on another system. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't. And- I like I I do play a lot of third party games on Switch because it fits the way I play games in my lifestyle, and like, I can't always play on the tv right but now with like remote play on on the series x and and uh just some game pass and all these other ways to play games mobily right like i it's made me change the way that i play certain games and like i think i think the witcher fits on the switch for me personally i would rather play something like doom on the xbox you know even Mm -hmm. though i played doom 2016 and wolfenstein 2 on switch Granted, Power Block was like the main show and the only show for a while that we were doing, and I wanted to make sure we had that covered. But like, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like, I feel like there's certain games that you just have to say we just got to let this one go. I really thought this game was getting canceled because it took so long. I really well, did. it was if well, and then it. When the 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 delays happen and like just reading that article and stuff, that's why we're just like 
something tells me that this game wasn't done until like the last three or four months. It well, like the way the way that panic button was put in it, because it just felt like they were still developing the game. Mm-hmm. So even by time it would have been a release, I think probably like maybe the multiplayer or some stuff. They may have the single player campaign ready for for it, but they probably didn't have like bugs and polish and stuff. That mm-hmm. probably stuff probably wasn't ready. Also, they're doing this. Oh, I, sorry. Oh. I don't mean to keep interrupting you. No, no, I'm go sorry. Ahead, I was like, also, I'm sure this game was probably supposed to be out sometime during the summer and COVID messed everybody up mm-hmm. and switched priorities for Bethesda and Panic Button because Beth- Panic Button was doing a bunch of other projects. Like they did the whole Forza Horizon 4 port for Series X. Panic Button did a lot of oh, uh, Series X upgrades for for certain games. And it's it shows, man, Forza Horizon, by the way, Series X. It's a good looking game. Sure, uh, it looks good on Xbox One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I I just I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts on Doom. I have a lot of positive thoughts on Doom on Switch, and I have a lot of uh, concerns about this port. Also, let's. I, I, I just think. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think uh, shooters are kind of tough, like first-person shooters as well, because if you're playing it in handheld mode, you can't see the whole map. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like a shooter or first-person shooter is, like, equipped for a bigger TV, so you can see the map and, like, scout the areas and stuff. I think that would be too difficult on Switch. Yeah, plus, that, if, you're playing on, my plus if you're playing on, like, a PC, you're probably going to have those field-of-view sliders on uh, and, and be able to see more of the area. You know, it, it's just, like you said, I feel like handheld mode, especially for, for these games, are not ideal you know i i feel like the people that are going to buy doom eternal on switch are going to buy it out of pure curiosity or a lot of their sales are going to be oh i got my fill of switch on pc or on xbox and i kind of want to play this mobily because maybe i travel a lot or maybe i just you know want to check it out i feel like a lot of this game is going to be a double dip sale and and I think it's gonna be mostly for the campaign and not so much the multiplayer because well the I, multiplayer I don't think is even coming to Switch. Yeah, it is. They is say it? everything is included. Yep. Depending mm-hmm. but I say everything that was in the Xbox version or the console or the console version are the players included in that multiplayer because <laughs> they sure yep. aren't on Xbox. Let me tell you. Oh, that nice. that multiplayer and is it's dead. gonna be tough with Switch Online. I feel like they always have issues with Switch Online when games first come out. I will Remember say how bad Smash was when it first came out. Yeah, Smash was terrible. I will say. Doom 2016's multiplayer worked really well on Switch. I played. I actually played a lot of it. It felt a lot like Halo, honestly. Uh, it was actually pretty decent, what I played. It, I, yeah, and I think with Doom Eternal, when it came out, the, I didn't hear a lot of people play the multiplayer. I think everybody was just going back to Fortnite and... Mm-hmm. Maybe Call there's, of I think Call of Duty Warzone was updated and people was playing that. There's and, um, too many juggernaut uh, multiplayer games out there that people are playing with their friends that they're not going to waste their time. No offense to Doom, but like mm-hmm. they're not going to waste their time on Doom's multiplayer, which I think is why they kind of doubled down on this single player experience and like they made an interesting, weird multiplayer mode that's like oh, okay, if people try it, if not, well, yeah. So, so uh, any thoughts, Les? I'm sorry. I've never played Doom in my life, so uh, <laughs> I, am, I am useless with this, but you guys are making excellent points because I know it is a first-person shooter, and I don't really think of the Switch as being the ideal platform for a first-person shooter, and Leron is making some excellent points in the chat, like 
how are they? He said, and it's hilarious. Nintendo Switch is seeing its own brand of shovelware now with these ports. Some games are just on there to pad the library. I mean, uh, yes, I, it, yes I, and no. Like I, to LeBron, 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 LeBron's point. I, uh, I do feel like a lot of people are shoveling older games onto Switch just to like, oh, our games on Switch up. too, right? And like, it's becoming like a shovel. But there are, there are great ports of games on Switch, like. I would argue that the Witcher 3 port on Switch is one of the best third-party games on the system, period. I've played a majority of the Witcher 3 on Switch. It's It really itches that Assassin's Creed, Breath of the Wild. Skyrim was really good on Switch, too, to be honest. It, yeah. it, it, and the, I don't know Laurent knows how to talk about Capcom. I'm like, Laurent, I mean, Laurent, Capcom is a port with Resident Evil. They released that for almost all every mm-hmm. system that's out there over and over and over again so if it comes to like porting i, I don't see Here. it as shovel i don't see it as shovelware i think they're just testing to see if the if the nintendo audience was talking about how they want to see more third party let's see what we could get out of that uh support and sometimes well, it's it sometimes it's not I, I think this is where that cloud gaming stuff is coming in i, I know we need to move on i'm sorry but like mm-hmm. i probably played I played that entire demo run of Control on Switch. I still think I'm thinking about it, it uh, at the end of the month. And it like I didn't have any hiccups. I didn't have any lag. It was so good. It was smooth. It felt like it felt better than what I played it when I played it on Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that that's going to be a way that third party games look at the Switch and say, "Hey, the system isn't powerful enough, but the cloud is. Let's see it. Let's explore." Let's see if we can do it this way. And uh, I think Control is a great uh, example of that. So. And I, I want to see Hitman 3. Also, IOI uh, Interactive could get it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. down for it. Yeah. So. I, I also think like we're, we've passed the honeymoon period of like, oh, let's buy every single thing that comes out on Switch. And I know there's still people out there like that, but like mm-hmm. that phase for like, me ended in like 2018. You know, like I, <laughs> I literally bought everything I could get my hands on on Switch until like, I forget the first game that I was like, I gotta pass on this. This is not, <laughs> but I I hit that. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, Ed, you're you're I'm still there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Dan, I think you're in a different situation because you travel a lot, and I feel like you play the Switch in a lot different situations than than we do, right? And Ed, you're just. I don't even know where to start with you. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Ed, Ed walks in a GameStop and he just says, I'll have everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take your finest video games. <laughs> Only on Nintendo, section. though, please. Yeah. I, Only I on Nintendo. Which is funny. It's I, that, it's that I, Will Smith I, meme where he's like, but it's just pointing at the Nintendo section. <laughs> but this, Leron knows this, and Jesse knows this. Everybody knows that when I go to the GameStop and I use anything, buy anything used, it's always Xbox or PlayStation. When it's Nintendo, I literally buy. If it's, if it's digital, I'll buy digital. Or if they sell it at the store, I'll buy it from the store. I do not do use for Nintendo at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but we're going to quickly get into this version 11.0 update. If you guys have your Nintendo Switch, you guys can do it. Um, they have Nintendo Switch Online has been added to the home menu. Uh, this is a one-stop place for all things Nintendo Switch Online. So you could like sign up, get some information. Uh, um, they Play also Tetris 99. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you can now use the save data cloud feature to automatically download backup save data onto another system. This is useful for folks who like to play on multiple systems. For example, if you own both a Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite system, uh, members can turn on automatic downloads by uh, going to the system settings and they'll have directions right there. Um, the trending feature has been added to users' pages. If you're wondering what games are trending with your friends, be sure to check it out. Uh, you can uh, quickly send screenshots and gameplay videos uh, taken by the picture button on your controller to your compatible smartphone. Uh, so a smart device, uh, they break that down. And uh, speaking of transferring screenshots and gameplay videos, you can now connect your Nintendo Switch to a computer with a compatible USB cable, uh, copy screenshots and gameplay videos to the computer. Um, and then uh, you can also celebrate the 35th anniversary of the Super Mario Brothers series uh, with user icons uh, of Mario from past games in the series. Um, and so you guys could do that. Everybody's still hoping. Oh, one last thing. Uh, you can also like Brazilian Portuguese as a system language. Hola. Thank goodness, <laughs> man. I need my, I need my Portuguese. Uh, Ed, you know why they're doing this cloud transfer? Because Switch Pro is coming out in March. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say April is when the Switch Pro is coming out because everything is like ending in March, right? All the Mario stuff is ending in March. They're getting that Switch Pro ready for some Metroid, some Zelda 35th anniversaries, maybe some you know new new Fire Emblem. That Monster Hunter game's coming out soon. Ah, new Fire Emblem. <laughs> I can't even think about it. <laughs> well. Uh, the Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light is already on my system. It's just waiting for release. That game is rough, by the way. Oh boy, that first I can't one to play. It's so bad. Yeah, it's 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 bad. It's it's not good. It's we, <laughs> let's just say we've come a long way in thirty something odd years with Fire Emblem, and I will play Three Houses again. By the way, oh, wow. Uh, uh, I haven't I haven't started or anything, so. Um, but, uh, but everybody, that has literally been our Femi news, and now it is time to get into our doc mode, which I gotta say, and I'm so excited. This is our first ever Power Block Clubhouse featuring the Elite Block Agents. Wow, yes, this is terrible. I regret my decision coming on the show now. <laughs> No, you must stay here. I know. David, is Ooh, that game that over like, yet? Scariest <laughs> I've ever heard Ed sound. I know. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes, everybody, this is our quiz show. I am so excited. Uh, Dan, Celeste, and Corey are here with their buzzers ready to answer some questions so it's going to be broken up into three sections um we're going to get into our first section and whoever gets the most points will be uh contestant number one the person who gets the second amount of points will be contestant number two and the whoever gets the least amount of points will be contestant number three you lose um, you're and, out and, and then you will get your own individual questions and then there will be this sounds like a, a lot of work final Yes, it, it's a lot of work, but our winner will re receive a ten dollar eShop card, mm. and our one of our listeners who is connected to that winner will also win a ten dollar eShop card. So, are you guys ready? No, but I'm gonna try. 
Let's do a uh, let's do a buzzer matchup so everybody knows. Can who's I partner up with someone on the who. panel? Can I just like no? Um, Leron, want, Leron and I are tag teaming. Oh, uh, no, thanks, Eric, Celeste. You guys have to get off Appreciate of that. You guys can be on Twitch. Um, I can't be on Twitch right now. No, you. Ah, Dan, can I be on Twitch? Uh, I ha have. I have to be. I'm running the live show. <laughs> Look at the chat. Yeah, just right. open a new window. Hmm. 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 Alright, so this <laughs> will be buzzer. my so this is my buzzer. Can you yeah. guys hear it? Hold on, let me I gotta find mine now. I'm really sorry for whoever's with me because I'm dumb. Now to break everything down, everybody, all the questions have multiple choice. Oh, so geez. it's not like you do not you have to guess it right out. You have a chance to guess one of the multiple choice questions. So, are you guys ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I was going to say exactly that. Corey, what is your buzzer? Uh, it's... Did you hear that? Yes. I heard it. Okay. I'm t I have to be my buzzer has to be quiet because my kid is hopefully now sleeping. Yes. So, uh, so everybody, we are in the press start portion of the uh, quiz, and here we go. There's going to be five questions, and they're going to be point for each question. Question number one: What does NES stand for when it comes to video games? Is it A. Nintendo Educational System? B. Nintendo Employment Sector? Or C, Nintendo Entertainment System. Who won? Uh, Corey. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Nintendo Entertainment System. C. Correct. Sir? It is C. Ha, guys, it I is. got the easy one. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. How many go karts are there in the Legend of Zelda series? Is it A, two? B, five, or C, nine. Hold on, addendum. I mean, what? Hold on, addendum. Hold on, I got a question. I got. I need a clarification. Uh, let me uh, let me ask. Uh, let me ask the question first. Hold on one second. How many gold cars are there in the Legend of Zelda series? Is it A, two, B, five, or C, nine? Celeste. Two. I'm sorry that it's not the correct answer. Ooh, me. Someone's got to buzz in. I, I... If he Corey. gets it wrong, then I get this. <laughs> Corey. I I have I I need a clarification before I answer this. Does this include discs, or is it just carts? Just carts. Five. That is correct. Yeah. Can I win. It is um, The Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Mm -hmm. um, no, not Link to the Past. I'm sorry. Link's Awakening. Yeah. Uh, Zelda 2 has is... one also. Yeah, Zelda 2. The, the original, yeah, the Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, and the original Legend of Zelda. No, oh, I didn't know Ocarina of Time had a gold one. Yeah, I have yeah. it. Boom. Well, we know okay. who the real Zelda fan is in here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not the one that works for a Zelda podcast. Hmm. 
Which is which you guys really should go check out. They have great episodes. And uh, no, they have fake gamer people over there. Don't even know gold cartridges. You know what? Don't start. That. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna fly to my defense. <laughs> question, question number three: Retro Studios is located in what state? Is it A, Texas, B, Seattle, or C, Michigan? Dan. Texas. Correct. <laughs> Dan got it right. Are you tracking this, Ed? Because I have not been paying attention to who's winning. <laughs> Corey has two. Dan has one. Awesome. So, number four. Super Mario Brothers 2 is a reskin of what Japanese game? Is it A... Hold on. Let me see the is it A, Yumi Koju Doki Doki Panic, B, Hitoro no Fukatsu Topu Shikakurito, or C, Masu Hata? Doki Doki Panic. Buttons don't work. I need a new phone. Masu Hata. Hitoru no Fukatsu Topu Shikakurito is um, the Japanese version for Bionic Commando, and Masuta Hata is for Master Hunt. So, uh, I love saying that. Someone's showing off. (laughs) Okay, and our last question. Question five. What was that? Oh. (laughs) My desk. I'm so sorry. It sounded like a gong. (laughs) Nintendo didn't receive the official version of Double Dragon. Who did? Is it A, Panasonic, B, Sega, or C, PlayStation? Corey. Sega. That is correct. Aha. You cheated. <laughs> so, Corey has three. Dan and Celeste have one. So, we have to do a... Um, Let's tie the break it. Oh boy. You're going down. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, Celeste. Not today. Kid so wait, do Nick I have to sit this one out? You have to sit this Aww. one out. Too good, Kid... guys. I have to sit this one out. <laughs> Kid Nick Eye was developed by who? Is it A Data East? B I Room? Or C, square. I don't know what that is. Kid Nikai. It's not developed... square. Kid Nikai was developed by who? A, Data East. B, IRIM. Or C, square. A. Correct. <laughs> he had a little help from a friend. Who's my friend? <laughs> On Skype. Okay. So, Celeste is uh, our Black Agent 3. Dan is our Black Agent 2. And Corey is our Black Agent 1. So, we're going to get into the second round. Now, this portion is. Uh, are single questions for that particular person. So, two questions will give you one point each. The uh, 
second second to last question, you can get a point, but also two bonus points if you get the question correct. And uh, you get the second part of that third question with two points. So it's one, 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 plus two, which make five points. So Celeste, since you are up first, Dan and Corey, you do not have the answer um, for it. Now, you can look at Twitch if you guys want to, to check the chat uh, for Celeste's portion. But when your portion come out, you cannot check the uh, the comment section. So, you ready, Celeste? And you don't need the buzzer for this one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even work. <laughs> Shovel Knight was developed and published by A. Yacht Club Games, B. Div- Digital Devolver, or C. Tangent. Digital Devolver? And no. It was developed by Yacht Club Games. Oh. Show a night. Okay. You still got a chance to chance to come back. Brain Age, Train Your Brain, was priced at what when re-release? Was it A, a free pack in, B, $24.99, or C, $19.99? It was repackaged? I played it. Oh, gosh. Um... I repeat the question. Brain Age Train Your Brain was priced at what when released? A. A free pack in. B. $24.99. Or C. $19.99. It was free? And no. It was C. $19.99. It was $20 when it came out. Our last question. Two companies came from Konami. Who are they? Is it A, NEC and Hudson Soft, B, WayForward and Trade West, or C, Ultra and Treasure Games? A. And I'm sorry, Celeste, it was C, Ultra and Treasure Games. Hudson Soft was brought by Konami, and NEC is the company who made the TurboGrafx 16. So. You did not win any points that round, but you are okay. You still have a chance to win uh, when it comes to the final uh, portion. So, Dan, we will come to you. So, if you are on Twitch, please, if you can hop off Twitch. Not on Twitch, so don't worry about me. Okay. Well, here we go. What was the secret reveal of Samus at the end of Metroid? Was it A, Samus was an alien? B, Samus was a female, or C, Samus was an android? Female. Correct. Samus was a female. Moving on to the next Way question. To lay that one up, Ed. <laughs> In the movie The Wizard, two products were revealed. Was it A, Ninja Gaiden and Double Dragon, B, Game Boy and Tetris, or C, the Power Glove and Super Mario Brothers 3. Game Boy and Tetris. And it was <laughs> Power Glove and Super Mario Brothers 3. Ah. Uh, I was going to go with that one, but I figured they were too far apart and Super Mario the Power Glove was like they was playing Rad Racer and the guy was driving it and he was just like, "Ah, 
the power glove. I love it. And then Super Mario Brothers 3 was the final game that they revealed because didn't nobody know it. It was the first time being shown um, for it. So you got, but you still got one point. Last question. Sega bought an exclusive game to GameCube. What was it called? Was it A, Odama, B, Virtual Fighter Kids, or C, Sonic R? Hmm. Was Sonic R on GameCube? I'll read it again. Sega brought an exclusive game to GameCube. What was it called? A. Odama. B. Virtual Fighter Kids. Or C. Sonic R. Virtual Fighter Kids. And <laughs> Damn it. it was Odama. Virtual Fighter Kids was for Sega Saturn. Oh, all right. Okay, so you did get one point, so now you are at uh, three points. Corey's at three points, and uh, Celeste is at one point. So you still got a chance to win. So now, Corey, we come to you. So please, if you are on Twitch, please, if you can hop off. I already minimized the window. Thank you. It sounded like you are saying that. <laughs> hey, I read Eeyore. I read Eeyore books to my kid all the time. Eeyore is very depressing, by the way. <laughs> especially the especially the time when Pooh brings him an empty honey pot because Pooh ate all the all the honey out of the pot on his way over to give him that for his birthday. Hmm. Man, that was depressing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Who was the exclusive character in Soul Calibur Two for GameCube? Was it A, Sheik, B, Roy, or C, Link? Hmm. I don't know, Ed. I, I think it's Link. Correct. <laughs> you gave Celeste, like, the hardest questions, and you gave me and Dan, like, the layups. <laughs> I no, I... I feel so bad. I wasn't going to say anything, but... I did. <laughs> hey, it was multiple choice. I thought so. Next question. Which game mixes simulation and 2D platform? Oh, jeez. Is it A, Shiny Force? You don't even have to finish. It's ActRaiser. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. B, Parasite Eve, or C, ActRaiser. So that is correct. So, Last question. Nintendo is known for some hit racing games. There is one, though, they are not. Is it A, Hang On, B, Uniracer or C, Tubin? Hmm. Hmm. I think it's Uniracer. That is correct. It is Uniracer. Who was the creator and what platform was it on? I have no idea. I, just, I think it was on Master System. And what would Sega made Master System? Why would. I don't know. Uniracer I don't know. You know what? Go away. I don't like you. Okay, so Corey's in the lead with six points. Dan has three. Celeste has one. I feel like so I should Celeste... give Celeste like half of my points because she got the <laughs> hardest questions. Uh, so That's okay. It's um I'm really sorry for whoever's teamed up with me. I'll make it up to you. I'll make you some food or something. Okay. <laughs> So, this is the last portion of the quiz. Everybody got out their notepad to write this out. Oh, I have to, I have to actually write 
Oh, your phone or anything? Or Let me get a paper? piece of paper here. Oh, we have to we have to write this stuff down, don't we? You can type it in the phone. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Just let me know when you're ready. I suppose I'm ready. Okay. Our final round for five points. Mm. Mm. Name three Nintendo first party games that never got a sequel till this day. Mm. I'm going to say it again. Name three Nintendo first party games that never got a sequel till this day. So it never got a sequel ever. It never got a sequel till this day. Hmm. So, you guys have a minute. Come on, Amiibo Collection. How many, okay, how many, do you, can you tell us the number? <laughs> There's three games. You got to name three games. Are the, you, there are only three games, or we have to name three games? You have to name three games. Hmm. 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 This... Hmm. Oh, this is a tough one. Yeah, I don't even. I don't know if I know the answer to to this question. Hmm. Hmm. Hold on. Hmm. Maybe I do. A sequel at all, or sequel just on? They, the it never got a. Se- it, it, the game came out, and it was only that one game. No sequel at all. No side game. Nothing. What first hmm. part? Question. Question. What if it's a first-party game, but it's licensed, and there was never a proper sequel published by Nintendo, but somebody else published a sequel or a prequel? No, that does not count. It has to be a Nintendo first-party <laughs> game. These characters are not seen in one game ever. What? Hold on. Hold on. Question. Another question. What if this game was published by Nintendo, and somebody else purchased said company who developed this game and remade the game but the game no, never that does got not a count. that does not count what do you mean it doesn't count which way doesn't it count it has to still be with Nintendo they can't have mm. they couldn't have remake it or anything on any other platform mm. this is literally Nintendo first party mm. I don't like this I want you to know that I am pulling things out of my booty right now Mm. Not literally. Um, That's mm, that. I, w- I wonder if got There's it that OnlyFans promotion the- again. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not, not so subtle promotion. Mm. Hold on. All right. You Hold on. No, ready? I'm not ready. Hold on. I'm still thinking. I need you one have more. Twenty seconds. I need one 20, more. Nineteen. Eighteen. Don't count. 17, You're disrupting 16, my concentration. Fifty. Thirteen. Twelve. Eleven. <laughs> It's been past a minute, so. Five, four, three, two, one. And that is it. Pins down. Celeste, what are your three games? I wrote down five. Oh, you you (laughs) came up with that many? I was struggling to come up with two. (laughs) We're not doing the list yet. (laughs) Well, the problem is I I can't recall if some of these are first party games, so I'm probably wrong. 
Okay, I wrote down Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg for GameCube. Eh. Mr. <laughs> Nuts for Super Nintendo. No. Ice Climbers for Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. Balloon Good Fight one. for Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes, too. Nope, it got Crash. a sequel for Game Boy called Balloon Kids. I have it. <laughs> Are you making this up? No, I swear to God. <laughs> And my last one, Wrath of the Black Manta, Nintendo Entertainment System. No. So you only got one first party. So Black of the Wrath Ninja is a third party game. Sega made made it, but Nintendo is not first party for Nintendo. So Sega just made it for Nintendo GameCube. So I'm sorry, Celeste. You have only came up with one point, but thank you for playing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we send you love and hugs and everything. Uh, Dan, what is your three answers? To I that? had Excite Bike. And really? Yeah, it got yeah. A, it got a sequel on Nintendo sixty four, and it has two spinoff games: Excite Trucks and Excite Box for Wii. Yeah, <laughs> way off. And Conquer's <laughs> Bad Fur Day. That's what I was asking you about, Ed. If like, because Conquer's oh. Bad Fur Day got remade for Xbox when Xbox purchased Rare. That's what I was right. asking. Oh, it did. Yeah. Yeah. It also has a Game oh. Boy game called Conquer's Twelve Tales, and it's a Game Boy game. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Dan. That's not count. You didn't make. You did not make it. Even if I did count of that game, you you didn't. It didn't make. Look at so, my, look at my knowledge. Just I sound like Ed. I need to stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> so Corey. All right, I came up with four. Um, Ice Climbers was one. Uh, Eternal Darkness was one. Nintendo Land was one. And Diddy Kong Racing was one. Congratulations. You did name all five. So. I only named four. So <laughs> They have the banjo racing on Game Boy Advance. Yeah, you could. Uh, I was thinking of... Eternal Darkness, Codename Steam, and uh, oh yeah, Codename guys. Steam. Oh, Eternal Darkness. Hmm. Yes. Sorry. So Corey came out with eleven points. Dan came up with three. Yeah, Dan came up with three points. <laughs> and Celeste came up with one. But thank you guys for playing. Uh, the person who is attached to Corey will receive ten dollars in uh, eShop card. Uh, and Corey, you will uh, receive your eShop card of ten dollars. Mm-hmm. So I got paid um, to be on this episode, guys. How about that? <laughs> so you guys can go back onto the Twitch. Uh, um, uh, uh, channel and check out the chat. By the uh, way, hopefully... Celeste, you clearly didn't have your Twitter chat open because I was giving you the answers to all your questions. No, because <laughs> I'm I'm a good little. Southern Belle, and I don't cheat. <laughs> Corey. I'm sorry about your uh, Twitter chat then, because it's just fan full of answers to the questions <laughs> I just asked. <laughs> I'm going to open it tomorrow morning and be like, what the... Why did Celeste only get answers? What about me? She was losing. <laughs> that, you're not supposed to be cheating. I had a handicap. I wasn't cheating. I was helping. <laughs> You not supposed to help the other contestant that's on the show. Well, if it's any consolation, I didn't even know he was doing it, so it was pointless. <laughs> Literally pointless. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna look at my 
I'm going to wake up at like 5.30 tomorrow. I'm going to open Twitter. I'm going to look at my messages. And I'm going to be like, what the bleep is Corey talking about? <laughs> and be like, oh, we have to do this. So, uh, yes, everybody, that has been our first ever Power Block Clubhouse quiz show with our elite black agents. Guys, thank you for doing this. Uh, I'm so excited that I finally got to do a game show portion on the show uh, with you guys. Congratulations, Corey, on winning. Uh, That was um, fun. Good idea, Ed. Yes. uh, (laughs) It was fun. It it made my day a lot better. Yes, and I didn't, because I didn't want to do it Jeopardy where everybody think, because some people might be like, oh, that's unfair. He's like, no, some of this stuff it's a quiz show so i want to make it easier um for you guys for it so hopefully you guys who are watching this episode or who are listening hopefully you guys can figure out the answers um and enjoy it we will be doing another one so i cannot wait for you guys to check out that second one but we're going to get to the last portion of the uh show and that's play with power so, Corey, since you've been gone for so long, what have you been playing with Power? Um, I mean, I haven't really been playing a lot. Uh, I played the first couple hours of Age of Calamity, uh, which it's... The game itself is, like, it's fine, but the story is, like, really hooked me. So I'm like I'm like all in to finish this thing. I mean I was gonna finish it anyway because it's Zelda, but uh, it's like it's 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 been nice to have that kind of thoughtless game because I've been playing a lot of Destiny mm-hmm. and like grinding out this garbage for Destiny and trying to build a a raid ready uh, character and try to find all like masterwork all my gear it's been nice to have like this other game where i can just smash a or b or y and just like take out thousands of guys with one hit and i'm like yeah this is fun <laughs> so um that's i mean that's all i haven't really been playing there's nothing like exciting you know i know i know age of calamity has been a big topic in the group chat and on this show for a, a couple weeks now so or a week and a half or so so Yes, and me and David has have been nice. We have tried not to uh, bring any sporters or anything to it. So, um, is that all? Yeah, that's that's, just that? that's yeah. It's all okay. uh, it's worth talking about at least. All right, Dan, what have you been playing with Power? I've been playing a lot of Age of Calamity. Um, I'm probably at I'm in the middle of chapter three right now. And it's a little overwhelming with how many side quests there are because I'm one of those people who wants to just complete everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's a cool game. It's like uh, you know you guys know John Cartwright. He I think he's not on Game Explain anymore, but he tweeted. He's like it's so weird being nostalgic for a three year old game, and that's exactly <laughs> how I feel with like the sound effects and the characters. And it's really cool to like scratch the surface of the champions' personalities and story, and it, it, it's really cool. So I'm enjoying Age of Calamity right now, even though Warriors style games aren't necessarily for me. Um, I'm also playing Dragon Quest Eleven. I gave that game a second chance a little while ago. I'm glad I did. I just got to a cool plot plot twist, so it's a lot of fun and um, a lot of Tetris 99. It's it's that one game I can just play over and over and over and 
keep trying at. So Tetris 99 will never die for me. <laughs> yes. Celeste, what are you playing with power? Not as much as you would think for having a week off last week, but I've checked Animal Crossing every day. I actually, to relax, I picked up Happy Home Designer again. That's like the game that never ends. If you guys remember it, it's an Animal Crossing game where you get to design people's homes. And they have goofy requests. Like someone someone told me, I want to live in a garbage can. (laughs) 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 You make everything a dump. So it's really fun. It's not just these elaborate actual home sometimes they want to live in a construction site so it's a lot of fun i okay dan i thought of you because (laughs) i started three houses i picked the black eagles yes and i died in the first mock bot battle (laughs) (laughs) did you do it on hard or classic this mode they have Nice. To be fair, I did too. <laughs> the mock battle is actually pretty tough, especially with the Black Eagles, because mm-hmm. they have um, they have like the slowest characters. Mm-hmm. So the mock battle is always going to be like really tough, especially if you hadn't played before. Yeah, uh, Golden Deer is. I I always recommend Golden Deer for first time players. I feel like that. Archers. That's. I I always feel like I feel like the Golden Deer is like. I guess if you were to have like a quote unquote canon story, I feel like the Golden Deer is like what everybody considers canon for Fire Emblem. Yeah, and it's kind of it. It, it has like the best viewpoint of the story that mm-hmm. happens in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Dang it! To not get into any spoilers, but I think I think if you play Golden Deer first and then like Black Eagle second, then it's you get kind of a full experience there. Mm-hmm. I picked the Black Eagles because they had the most attractive looking characters. I know, that's what, that's how I picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, these are aesthetically pleasing characters. Well, Somebody's got a romance Dorothea and it's not going to be a blue boogaloo guy. You know, it's got to... <laughs> I don't know, they kind of remind me of that band with Josh Homey, the Eagles of Death Metal... <laughs> He's the front. He's the front man for Queens of the Stone Age, and I like Queens of the Stone Age, so I picked the Black Eagles. <laughs> I don't know, just oh. But after I lost that mock battle, I think I literally said out loud, "Oh, so this is how it's going to be." <laughs> <laughs> On the easiest mode. It's hard. That game is hard, especially like the last quarter of that game. In the last battle, is just like. It took me like it took me a whole week to finish that last battle because it was so difficult, and I was kind of under level because I was kind of powering through it, and I was like, "I can do it. I just got to be smart, right?" And then I just no, it was not good. I've been playing it on maddening mode, and it's it's getting real tough. Is it maddening? It it was the mock battle was. Um, Laron says, Dan, I gotta say, I'm enjoying your recommendation of Fire Emblem. Celeste, let Dan know I said that. <laughs> awesome. Laron yes. will talk some Fire Emblem soon. Cool. I'm glad he didn't listen to the like three months of episodes that I was just pouring all over that game. Thanks, Laron. <laughs> and we're in this, we picked the same house because we're cool. Black yeah. Eagles is it's a good house. 
Actually, I think it's like the worst house. <laughs> I think is. Did Celeste ever? Thank you, Dusty, my friend and coworker. Did Celeste ever get through the Resident Evil remakes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because I am a little weenie, but I watched Let's Plays so I could find out how different they are from the originals. Because he and I talked about them because we're big into the lore, and he beat them early on. Well, uh, let me jump in. I'm playing Cottrell in the Millionaire's Conspiracy. This is Detective uh, Layden uh, for Switch. Um, it's kind of one part of the Professor Layden series. Um, playing that, really enjoying it, getting through the puzzles. Finish four gone. Um, the update has happened, so there is a new game plus. So I'm running through that. Um, with getting my tail handled by the boss. But when I lo- learned the patterns and everything, I ended up being it um, and thoroughly enjoyed it uh, for it. Um, it's kind of like on my uh, Game of the Year nominations. I really enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. Finish a game called Legend of the Skyfish. Um, it's like 45 levels, small kind of dungeon levels. Um, it's almost like a Zelda game. Um easy uh platform not platform easy like way to get through the mazes and you only fight three bosses so it's not really long it's probably taking about two hours to get through um finish hyrule warriors age of calamity wow 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 soundtrack is probably it got a nomination for best soundtrack of the year uh gameplay story like it really it really gets you emotional into this game. Uh, I, I I put the controller down. It was just like, I love this. And now I'm more, and everybody who's finished the game has jumped into playing Breath of the Wild. Yes, everybody, I will be finishing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> and then I did say in our Twitch chat, uh, I mean, our Twitter chat, that I said I gotta finish my list of 2020 games and Breath of the Wild, uh, so uh, I am going to be working on that. Uh, I, I'm glad that I got Age of Calamity out. Um, there's a lot of side quests that I need to do, but I'm gonna put that on hold um, and get it back into Breath of the Wild. I, I finish- hope you beat it before May when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, maybe, maybe I'll pick up Age of Calamity by then. I'm, I'm hoping to get it around Christmas. I, I am definitely playing Breath of the Wild again after playing Age of Calamity. I It made me miss Breath of the Wild so much. Me and David, we were having our chat, and we think well, what happens in Age of Calamity with some certain things is probably going to be in Breath of the Wild too. Like, and when you fit, I say, if anyone who has finished Age of Calamity or when you finish it, watch that Breath of the Wild 2 trailer and it probably would change your perspective. Um, I still agree with you, Corey, that I think we're still going to get three games. Um, Celeste, I think think there is a possibility of what we talked about when it comes to the Triforce. So it's going to be entertaining. I will I, say that. I wasn't I took off my headphones. Oh no no I said he didn't well, spoil I, anything. No, mm-hmm. I just okay, went, I, I said when we when, when we had that conversation of Breath of, Breath of the Wild 2 and the Triforce, mm-hmm. that might play a part in uh in the series to that and uh, when you play Age of Calamity, when you get through it, you'll see why. Um, but 
it won't be anything too big um, with that. Some people are saying um, they're surprised. I have not read any spoilers. I just see general statements on Twitter where people are saying, I'm surprised at the direction they took. So I'm very excited. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I've seen some things where it's like, mm, I mean, not, I, I don't know. I didn't see any spoilers, but just maybe this isn't like the game that you thought it was going to be at the end. But mm-hmm. that's just what I heard. So, um, I played a little bit of Penny Punching Princess. Um, the, it's so funny. It's uh, it's a nice, cool game. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And played more of Evergate. Um, uh, me and Dan have a kind of sensation. So relaxing. Just, oh, it's so Such a good. chill game. I love it that is. game, man. It looks cute. Oh, my God. She's so cute. Yeah, it's and, uh, it's really cool. Like I love the level designs and just the whole platform puzzle aspect. That's my kind of game all the way. I loved it. Yes. Um. Play. Last but not least, Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. Getting a little bit more to into that. I did my first simulation of making rice, uh, of like doing gardening stuff. Um. But I need to get back into playing that. But Breath of the Wild is my goal right now. Um. Because I am playing something on PlayStation Four, and I am doing something on uh soon getting back into my Xbox One. Um. Because I want to get my 2020 games ready, uh, for a discussion for next year, and I need to be ready for Cyberpunk. Uh. For um for when it comes out and so Dan I might be joining you depending on how my schedule is uh, I'm probably going to be joining you for the watch party for the game awards so we shall see how that all plays out but everybody that has been Nintendo Power Block thank you guys for joining us Corey where can we find you at uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram and if you are into Destiny and Xbox you should check out Tower Casuals and Arsenal X the Xbox podcast Yes, Celeste, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FairyCrypt. I'm also with Boss Rush Games. Ed and I, along with our friend Billy from the Retrovaniacs podcast, we have Talk the Walk. If you like walking simulators, Dan, David, Lasby, and I have Band. If you want to talk about controversial media, that's a lot of fun. And I'm also with another Zelda podcast. Yay! Uh, yes, and everybody, we are playing for Talk the Walk, uh, uh, What Remains of Edith Fitch. Uh, we are recording our episode this what, what, Everybody's going to the rapture. Everybody's going to the rapture. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, wrong game. Sorry. Uh, everybody's going to the rapture. We are playing that game for our discussion this uh, coming Sunday by the time you guys watched it. So we're going to be discussing that game. Uh, but if you want to join up also, we are playing Gree for Nintendo Switch and PlayStation 4 and PC. So you guys could play that. It is on part of the Nintendo eShop sale. So if you don't have it there, you can uh, uh, go ahead and grab it. It's about a three-hour game. Really, I advise you guys to really pick this game up and give it a try. It is going to be a different discussion than we normally do when it comes to Talk the Walk. Um, You can also check me out on Twitter at that retro code, you can check out recap here on Boss Rush Games and also check out Boss Rush Podcast here on Boss Rush Games. Check out our, our writing, our website, follow us on Twitter at Boss Rush Games, and uh, you can email the show at powblock 
Is it right? Is that right, Corey? And it's in the pop block. Where's the pop block? It's Nintendo Power Block at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I was trying to remember stuff out our head. Um, and we would get that eShop card out to the winner. Um, that and Corey, once again, congratulations. Everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next time on Nintendo Power Block. Woohoo! Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, everybody.